tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And this beautiful uh, Wednesday. Wednesday morning. See, time is going by fast. I almost say Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> but on this beautiful Wednesday morning, I, let us make a quality decision today to make our day count. Let us make a quality decision today that I'll find what season I'm into and what is my purpose in this season, and then so. Our theme scripture for this week comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So we cannot lose heart and get discouraged and walk away from our reaping place. You know, just like when we were teaching uh, some months back about the parable of the sower, the good ground destination, it was a specific place. It didn't, the good ground destination didn't come to the farmer who went out to sow. He had to go to the good ground destination. So we must make sure that we are in position to reap from what we have sown and not walk away. Do not give up on your dream. It's about to happen. It is closer than you think. We have that on a T-shirt that we did that some uh, months back. Do not give up on your dream. It's about to happen. It is closer than you think. So that which you have sowed for, that which you have labored for, that which you have watered, make sure you, that you remain in position to reap on harvest day. Hallelujah. I'm going to sow. And I'm sowing because I believe what I sow, I'm going to reap. I believe what I sow, I'm going to reap. And I'm going to have the expectation that I'm going to get it. And I'm going to have the faith then to receive it. So will you this morning sow with expectation? Sow believing that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Whatsoever a man soweth, that is going to reap. You're not going to reap anything that you didn't sow. You're going to reap what you sow over time. Sometimes I want me sowing some bad seed, Dan. Think about this. They're sowing some bad seed. And they think, well, I'm getting away with it. <laughs> I'm getting away with it. They keep on sowing bad seed. And if they're deceiving themselves, that's why the Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mad. So they say, no, man, I'm getting away with it. I, I get away with it. I keep getting away with it. And then one day, one day, man, finally, there was no more getting away. And guess what? You have to now pay for every one of those seeds. You read the full is the full thing you're reaping now. Not the one that they just caught you on today, but it goes all the way back from the first one because seed 
over time produce the harvest. That's so good. you get the totality of it, yes. Because even when we think about the criminal justice system, um, how it's set up, yeah, there's times where people get away with stuff. There's yeah. times where we've all gotten away with something that we could have been um, consequence for through law enforcement or in in that manner, but we didn't. So we have to make a quality decision. What are we going to do? Are we going to say, oh, thank you, Lord, for the grace. I'm yes. not going to chance it again. I'm yeah. not going in that direction again. Or are we going to sow to the flesh and begin to think that we're untouchable and yeah. continue in corruption? So we have to respond to when we receive grace. How are we going to respond? Are we going to respond with a heart of thankfulness, a heart of honor, and then come off of that route? Or are we going to continue to do it and continue to sow into the flesh? And then the flesh begins to develop the spirit of pride. And then we feel like, oh, we untouchable. We could continue to do what we want. And then eventually all that stuff just falls. catches it's up. Yeah. All that stuff catches up, you know. And that's what people, when they continually are getting away with stuff or feel like they're getting away with stuff, they they're sowing like, into yeah. the flesh. They're sowing into the corruption and the pride in that is snowballing. And they feel like they could just do, because there's some bold things. We all watch the news. There's some bold things that people are doing um, these days because they've sowed into the flesh. There's been no correction. There's been no repentance. There's been no appreciation for the grace that was extended before. I, I know why I serve God, because I appreciate the grace that he has extended onto me. When I wasn't thinking about him, he was thinking about me. When I buffeted my life in front of the enemy, he made sure that I was preserved and he pardoned me. So I know that's why I serve God. I honor him because I, re I receive the grace. I believe in the grace. I appreciate the grace that he showed me. That's it. It's simple. But the other end of it is to continue in pride. And pride snowballs. And it so continually causes a person to sow more into the flesh, and then they reap from that corruption. That's right. Because if you, whatever, here's a beautiful scripture here. And the Word of God, somebody says, I don't think the Bible is true. Okay? I don't think. said, well, I don't think the Bible is true. How are you doing the Bible is true? Well, just take Galatians chapter Right here, just go right here to Galatians. It says, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he also shall what? Reap. Practice that verse. Because he gives you two ways. Sow to the flesh and see if you don't reap corruption. Sow to the spirit and see if you don't reap life. You can prove it right there. The Bible is easy to prove. All you got to do, do what it says. All you got to do, the Bible is so easy to prove. You can't prove the Bible by talking. Yeah, okay. This morning. You cannot prove the Bible by talking. You can only prove it by doing. Not talk. By doing. When you do it, then you prove it. Because you will get exactly what it says. Because God cannot lie. And you do those scripture, you get it. And that, the, the, God always tells us, why did you not do what I have commanded you? Have I not commanded you? Have I not told you? If you do what I tell you to do, you wouldn't be coming to me now praying and begging me. 
Why didn't you not do it? So the Bible is a book of what? Do's. Not a book of don't. It's just a book of do's. Well, we're doing the do's. You, you don't, don't have worry to worry about, about the don'ts. Yeah. Because we're doing the do's. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't concentrate on mm -hmm. what I should not do. I just concentrate on what I, I should, should do. do. And that's plenty. There's plenty to do. Yeah, come on, somebody. <laughs> We're never going to be lacking something to do. When we focus on the do, it, one thing goes to the next thing. One thing always leads to the next thing. When we're doing the do, we yes. don't have time then for the don'ts. Yes. We're going to move into Matthew chapter 9, verse 20 through 22. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. So we have a woman here. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. She had a 12-year season. And within that 12-year season of time, the Bible tells us that she spent all that she had and she became worse. She spent all that she had with the doctors, and there was no progress. She continued to come, become worse. So she got to the point within herself where she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. So her expectation now comes, if only I will touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. <laughs> so she believed. If she could get to Jesus, because, you know, sometimes you got to find out the hard way what don't work. For 12 years, she found out what didn't work. She, The doctors was not working for her. The spending up all her money trying to get a solution was not working for her. She said to herself, if only I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. So she believed that. That was her expectation, and she had to have the faith to do it. Because in the doing of it, she received. Chief. In the doing of it, not of just the idea in her head or t telling herself that she should do it, but the actual doing of it. The, she had the faith then to receive it. The faith is the doing of it, to do what you know to do. So she knew by the Spirit. Flesh didn't tell her this. No. She knew by the Spirit. Jesus didn't tell her this. It says she said to herself, a person did not tell her this, but she knew within herself, if I could touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. She just knew that she knew it was her due season. And Pastor had gave the example um, when he was teaching this at Celebration Tabernacle Church of a woman who is pregnant. And if you've had children, you know this. There's times before you've had your child actually been in active labor where you think it may have been the day that the baby was going to be born. But it's not. Like, and it's not. <laughs> but one, once you get to the point where that baby is going to be born, you know. Your whole everything changes. It's not, well, I think I might be going into labor. I think we might be having this baby today. No, no. you know. Something totally changes. It's that I remember going um, with one of my goddaughters one time. She kept thinking she was in labor. And I remember the lady who was doing the intake paperwork just looking and being like, mm -mm. <laughs> it's yeah. not time. It's not time yet. 
Because you know when you know. And then after she had that experience, when it was time, then she knew that those other times wasn't the time. Yeah. You just know. Women, we know. We just know it is due season, that the baby is coming. So this woman, it rose up in her that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, that her now, her contact point was the hem of his garment. So she had to push past a lot of social restrictions. She had to push past the times, the traditions of the time, and she had to get to that garment. At the time where she touched his garment, Jesus said he felt the virtue leave through the garment. He asked, who touched me? The disciple said, the multitude is pressing upon you, and you're going to ask who touched me? He said, no, virtue left me. Faith came in contact with the hem of my garment, and in that, she received her healing. But she had to push until due season. She had to be at the right place to reap. The doctor office wasn't the right place for her to reap. Spending up all her money wasn't the right place for her to reap. It was at the helm in the presence of Jesus. That was her reaping place. And her expectation, her faith brought her to that place. She believed, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I expect that I will be healed. And she had the faith to go out and to be in position to be able to do it. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Cocoa, 10 a.m. every Sunday. We hope to see you. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Touch you, cause only you can.